Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is finding true love. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Today, I want to talk about getting well. What does it take to get better? People have so many issues. There must be thousands of names for all of the issues that people have. But what I want you to see is that there's a fundamental cause for everything that's gone wrong with people and with the human race, the human society. So we will talk about that today because it's critically important. Now, back in the Middle Ages, some of you who studied literature, perhaps in high school or college a little bit, you remember there was a play called Everyman. Do you remember? Well, today we would say every person. Now, what I'm about to say applies to every person. You see, we're a fallen race. That's right. Adam fell. He fell from fellowship and closeness to God. And when he did, he changed because he no longer took life, substance, energy, approval, love from the Creator. Instead, he had to look to the world to survive to get energy, to live, to get something as a substitute for what he had lost. See, human beings have a soul. Human beings need love. Yes, we do need bread, and we need something to drink. But didn't Christ say that life is more than just eating and drinking, more than just bread and food and so on? Of course it is. We all know that. What is it that you're looking for? You're looking for love. You're looking for love. That's what you need. If you found love, see a lot of a lot of us have the have the, the sense that if we were to find true love, that it would solve all of our problems. And there's actually truth in that. That is actually true. That intuition that you have is correct. But the only problem is, as you undoubtedly well know, you look for love in the world, and when you think you found it, you find out it's not true love. You find out that it, it's what passes for love. Or it, it may be nice. People, a person you meet may be nice. But somehow, it's not true love, and so it doesn't satisfy the soul. And so you resent that person. That's right, you resent them and blame them. Or you re resent and blame yourself and think, well, I'm not good enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not handsome enough, I'm not smart enough. And so you try real hard to make yourself better, but somehow you still don't get that love and you hate people. You feel like they, they, they've denied you love, which they have, but they didn't mean to. We'll talk more about that later. So don't hate them. Don't hate them. Nadali 
Lama once said something very beautiful I'll never forget. He said, help the people. And if you can't help them, please don't hurt them. Okay? See, if you can be with people, then be with people. But don't hate them. Okay? Be with people, but don't hate them. So, let's continue to talk about love. You want love from the world. You haven't gotten it. But you sense that if you did get it, it would solve all your problems. Well, that's true, because the love you need comes from the Father. It comes from within. It comes from God. That's why Adam deteriorated. That's why he fell. That's why he ended up dying. Because he lost God's love and approval. So, you need God's love. Then, you can begin to regenerate. You can begin to recuperate and all good things will come to pass if you can find God's love. Now, the beautiful part is that it's already there. You just need to find it or to put it another way, find out what's blocking you from finding it. This is a very important topic. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. All that would do is cramp my style, and besides, I want to set you free, not tie you down with more church, more doctrines, more obligations, more labels. People say, I'm a this or I'm a that, or I'm a that or I'm a this. All it does is divide you up from the commonality, the brotherhood and sisterhood of humankind. That's all it does. I don't need any labels. I'm just a person. And I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. I'm talking today about finding love. I've laid some groundwork. But in a nutshell, I said that if you could find true love, it would solve all your problems. But I said that we look in the world and we look for love from people, but they don't have love. So you must, first of all, so now, and then I, I began to edge toward talking about what blocks us from finding love. And that's probably the most important topic of the day. What blocks us from love? The first thing that blocks you from love. Are you listening now? This is very important. Don't take notes. Just listen quietly. Just let it, what I say go in one ear and out the other. But when it goes through, perhaps you'll, you can see, you can realize for yourself. The first thing that blocks love is your own resentment of other people. You've resented them and you've hated them because they didn't give you love. You felt like you were being denied love. You felt empty. And the emptier you, you felt, the more you looked for love from them. And the more needy you became, the more you either drove them away or they provided love, didn't they? But was it real love? No. And so you hated them even more. Now you must see that you mustn't hate other people. They don't have love either. When you feel empty inside, that's the way they feel. 
That's the way they are. They're either empty or they're compensated but still empty. And so they haven't found it either. Remember the beautiful story about the man that was lost in the forest and he wandered and wandered, looked all different ways, couldn't find his way out. Finally, he met another man and he said, how do I get out of here? And the other man said, well, I'm lost too. And then the other one said, good, we can help each other. And the other man said, well, how can we help each other? We're both lost. And the man said, we can show each other the ways that don't work. We can show each other the routes that don't work. I'm showing you the routes that don't work. You can't find love in the world. There is no love there. So stop hating people. They don't have it. They too are suffering. They haven't found it. If your father had found it, if your father had found a link, a bond, a rapport with his creator, he would have had love. And from him it would have felt like understanding, patience, kindness, long-suffering, steadfastness, courage. He would have been very solid. And he would have had patience. And he would have been there for you. Okay? Just like a plant in the presence of the sunlight. The sun is there for the plant, and the plant receives the sunlight, the warmth and light. But your father hadn't found it. When he was a little boy, they were mean to him, or cruel, or they confused him, or they pressured him, or they caused him to rebel or to conform, and he became lost, and he resented them. He resented them because they didn't have what he needed either. And that resentment cut him off. So now you must understand that if you want to find love, that love that you need is from within, it's from the Father. And the first step toward finding it is to stop hating other people. Stop resenting them. Stop judging them. Okay? Just quietly go about your business. Whatever you do as a student or a worker, or a parent, whatever you are, just go about your business and wonder about life. See if you can renew that sense of wonder. You had a sense of wonder when you were a little child. That's what you need, wonder. Instead of resentment, wonder. Instead of hatred, wonder. Instead of judgment, wonder. And patience. And then you know what? When you are patient with others, then you will feel patience within yourself. When you stop hating others, then all of a sudden you will feel love within yourself. A reward from the Father for not hating, for not judging, for not resenting. I just published a new book. It's called A Walk on the Spiritual Side. Many people wish to have peace of mind, a sense of spiritual purpose in life, and above all, a right relationship with others, especially their loved ones. The secret way to the fount of understanding is there to be found by the sincere seeker, hidden in plain sight. The key to wisdom, love, and all the good things in life is found within. When you find this pearl of great price, you will begin a new life of purpose and joy. I'm reading from the back page 
of my new book called A Walk on the Spiritual Side. You can preview it free at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. We're talking today about how to find the secret. Find the one thing that you need to begin your restoration, your recovery, recuperation, rebirth, renaissance, renewal. And that one thing you must find is the love of your Creator. Now, Let's talk about how you might find a love from your Creator. I already gave you a, a very important hint. Don't hate other people. Don't resent other people. Don't judge other people. Then the next thing is you spend too much time lost in your imagination. See, one aspect of God's love is light, spiritual light from the Creator. It's like the plant receives light from the sun. The natural sun has light and warmth, and it's good for the plant. And the plant receives the light and warmth. Well, that's what you need in a spiritual sense. You need the light from your Creator because it contains brightness, illumination. In His light, you see. There's a beautiful passage in the Bible. It says, it says, it's somewhere in the Old Testament, it says, in his light we see the light. You need God's light so you can see, so you can discern, so you can realize and say, oh, I see. Now I understand. Understanding is so beautiful. When you were a little child, you needed your parents to understand. So a lot of times they didn't. Mostly they didn't. Yeah, they may have had compassion for you or felt sorry for you or something, but that's not the real thing. What you needed was understanding. Well, now you need an understanding for yourself. And you can't find it in the world. There's precious little of it. So now you must find it. So you need to find God's light. Now, how are you separate from God's light? Because you spend your time lost in the imagination lost in the imagination, visualizing and reliving the past and pulling up images of people who you love or who you lust or who you are jealous of or who you hate or who you resent or who irritate you or who anger you. And you dwell upon those images and generate emotions. And you spend your life, you waste your life, your life goes down the drain in hours and minutes and days and years of time, dwelling in the imagination and then worrying, fearing, and doubting. What you must do is find a way to come out of the imagination and back to the present, where the birds are singing, where the sky is blue and the clouds float by and take a deep breath and feel the present and realize God made everything and he made you and he wants you to realize his presence 
And you do that when you get out of the imagination. Instead of the dark light of the imagination, you need God's light. And that's why the meditation, the proper meditation, is so important. In a very simple way, it helps you to refine God's Welcome back to Shedding Shackles. Shedding Shackles is supported by contributions from listeners like you. To view our many free resources and make a contribution, visit SheddingShackles.com. We're talking today about recovery and renewal and regeneration and renaissance and rebirth. And I said that what has been blocking you is, first of all, resenting, especially resenting other people. And then I said the other thing was looking for love because you sensed that love was the answer. And it is the answer. It has to be love from your Creator. And then I said that you spend too much time lost between your two years, worrying about this and reliving the past and trying to rearrange the past and planning and scheming for the future and so on. Because when you're down there, in the imagination, the dark light of the imagination substitutes, keeps you apart from God's light. And what you need is God's light. Your soul needs his light. Now, the beautiful thing about the meditation is that it's very simple. Very simple. All it does is teach you how to sit calmly and quietly and be in the present instead of lost in the imagination. It's that simple. So, may I recommend that you give the little meditation a try. You can find it at my website, SheddingShackles.com. Shedding shackles. It's so easy. Shedding, you know, like shedding, shedding, S-H-E-D-D-I-N-G, shackles, S-H-A-C-K-L-E-S, sheddingshackles.com. When you go there, you'll see a resources tab. You click on it, and then right there is a free meditation for you to listen to and use. I recommend that you give it a try. plant, let's say a rose. The rose loves the sun, and the rose puts up its leaves so that it might be touched by the light from the sun. And the plant lives and thrives in God's light. And how about you, O ye of little faith? How do you live and thrive if you are separate from your Creator's light. You must find His light, and it's easy. 
You don't have to go to a monastery. You don't have to go to a mountain in Tibet. You don't have to go out into the wilderness. You can sit quietly in your chair. If you're at home now, you may close your eyes and look at the inside of your eyelids. And you will note there are little pixels of light, very tiny little pixels of light, a little glow of light, sparkles of light. See them? That's God's light. It's always been there, but you fell away from it. You must now learn to meditate properly, to sit quietly in the morning. And again at noon, if you can, and in the evening, and watch those little pixels of light. You notice what happens when you look at those little pixels, look at them. If you're sitting at home or in your office, quietly in a chair, you can close your eyes. When you look at those little pixels of light, your imagination is gone. The images are gone. And you're in the present in God's light. It's very beautiful. As you sit quietly looking at the little pixels of light on the inside of your eyelids, you may also become aware of your hand. For example, your right hand. Just notice your right hand. Notice it until it becomes a little bit tingly, a very delicate tingle. While you're looking at the little pixels on the inside of your eyelid at the same time, you also become aware of your hand. And as you notice your hand, it begins to tingle a little bit. A delicate, tingly feeling. And one thing that facilitates this is to be aware of one finger at a time. For example, notice your first finger just quietly, without any effort, gently direct your attention to your first finger. Notice how it begins to tingle a little bit. And then direct your attention to your second finger. It begins to tingle a little. And then Give your attention to your third finger. Notice it begin to tingle a little bit. And now your fourth finger. Shift your attention to your fourth finger. Notice your fourth finger without any effort. Very gently notice it and it begins to tingle a little bit. And now your thumb. Notice your thumb so that it begins to tingle a little. You can continue being aware of one finger at a time. Your hand begins very gently tingle. And you're extending the light that you observe on the inside of your eyelids, that delicate warm glow of light. You're extending it to your hand. And so the warmth and light that comes from the spiritual light now becomes a delicate little tingle in your hand. And you are translating that light 
effortlessly, didn't you? A delicate little tingle in your hand. It flows into your hand in the same way that you do that. That light also translates into good thoughts and peace of mind and calmness and patience. Gently noticing your hand allows the light to flow into your being and it translates into warmth and energy and a very gentle, tingly feeling. And it floods your being with all of the wonderful things that that spiritual light contains. It's like a spiritual embrace. And you realize, you sense, you know, without knowing how you know it, you just know that you are loved, that you are known, and that you are loved. It's a gift from God. Then, when you open your eyes and stretch and go about your business, whatever you do as a mom or a dad, as a worker, as a manager, as a whatever you are, student, as you go about your life, you have a little, a little something with you that came into you from God's light. Just as the plant absorbs God's light, so does your soul. And you're a better person for it. And that light is perfectly capable of restoring you to your original purpose and guiding you to the most wonderful things, the most wonderful adventures and realizations and understanding and spiritual truths beyond your wildest dreams. But it must begin very small, it must begin very, very small and very quiet. There must be no pride in it. There must be no hand of man, no rituals, no chanting, no drum beats, no images. Just watching those little pixels and realizing that of yourself you can do nothing. In your whole life you've been meddling, meddling in other people's lives and trying to change them and resenting them when they didn't bow to your will and wanting something from them and using them selfishly. You've been very selfish, a very, very selfish person. See that now. Don't resent seeing it. Don't resent the light that shows it to you and just see it and be, be humbled by that realization. And then your new life begins, the life in God's light. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. <laughs>